What's up, bros and hoes, and welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show, alright? It is Saturday, it is the weekend, and god damn it, do I feel good today, alright? Finally, officially, over the illness, I am not down with the sickness anymore, and on today's episode, that was a weird transition, hold on, let me rewind a little bit, um... Yeah, I feel good today. It's a weekend. It's Saturday, alright? Like I said seven seconds ago, I'm not sick anymore. I'm out of quarantine, and this is fucking fun, alright? So, on today's episode, we're gonna get right into it now. On today's episode, creepy encounters, like usual, and today is a tough one. It is a tough, tough episode, alright? Because this girl basically almost got raped in this creepy encounter, like really, really close, like, five seconds away from being sexually assaulted by a creepy man, but at least she got away, all right? If you don't know who I am, I am Dusty McBalls. I am the certified cougar hunter, and I am the man with the biggest set of testicles that just roam this earth, all right? So, other than that, all right, we're, there's not really much, okay? We're gonna get right into it, all right? On today's episode of Creepy Encounters, this story comes from Let's Not Meet, with the user being Novel Environment 89, and the title of this creepy encounter is called My Screaming May Have Saved My Life. And without further ado, let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Sit back, strap in. Get a drink. It is Saturday. Let's have a wonderful weekend. Okay? Some context first. This story took place in 2020 when I was 18 years old. I lived in a relatively safe neighborhood. But my country does have a high crime rate in general. So take that with a pinch of salt. My dad had passed away earlier in that year, and I had no siblings, so my mom and I lived alone in our house. The COVID lockdowns were still in place, but as certain restrictions were lifted, people were starting to return to work. Between my house and the train tracks was a stretch of empty fields. It became a safe, quiet space for me to escape to whenever I needed to get out of the house. I was normally, well, hold on, sorry. I would normally sit there once a day for a cigarette or two, sometimes for a little picnic. My home situation was complicated to say the least, and due to the pandemic, I had nowhere else to go. On this particular day, I went there for a few minutes to smoke as always. I was about halfway through my cigarette when I noticed a young man walking along the train tracks on the other side of the field. He, I just burped. Sorry if you heard that. That was a weird one. I didn't like that. Oh, that was weird. I didn't like the taste of that one. That one almost made me sick. Okay. He was barefoot and wearing dirty, worn-out clothes. He noticed me and made a hand gesture 
suggesting that he was asking for a smoke. I should have just left, but as a teenager, I found it difficult to say no to people. I walked across the field and handed him a smoke. He took it away from me, and I immediately felt uneasy with the way he was looking at me. He asked me, Don't you live in that house over there? And pointed at my house. I avoided answering the question and at this point realized that I needed to leave. I had left from my front gate that day. For him to know where I lived, he must have watched me leave from the back gate before. I told him I needed to get going. He started insisting on giving me a hug to say thank you, and I declined several times. At this point, I turned around and started walking away quickly. I didn't get very far. He caught up to me and put his arms around my waist. I panicked, not knowing what to do. All I could think of was that I needed to get away. As I tried to start running, he grabbed me from behind and started dragging me toward the row of houses where the view from the road is completely blocked. The fences were high too, so no one could see the field from their backyards. We were completely isolated. I was kicking and struggling, desperate to get out of his grasp. He ended up throwing me on the ground with him on top of me, still holding on. In a split second, my life flashed before my eyes. That feeling that something terrible was about to happen came over me. I couldn't escape. He was too strong. My arms were trapped by his and he was holding me down so I couldn't kick him. I did the only thing left to do and I started screaming for help. Suddenly, I was free. I could move. He had let go and jumped off me. He ran away. My heart was still pounding. I was shaking in shock from what had just happened. He disappeared into the industrial area on the other side of the train tracks. I immediately ran towards the road. As I reached it, I noticed it was empty. There were no cars parked in my neighborhood. Holy shit, I can't read today. Okay, rewind, rewind. There were no cars parked in my neighbor's driveways. No one heard me screaming. And had he realized that, that day could have had a far worse ending. He knew where I lived and I was terrified of him returning for months. And for another several months, I had panic attacks and nightmares. And I could barely leave my house without breaking down. Get what the fuck? I just lost my I just lost my split. There we go. I moved away from there a year later 
but I still sometimes get scared when I'm home alone or walking around town. Thankfully, I never saw him again, and I hope that I never will. That is the end of the story. It's a short one today. I'm sorry. I apologize, okay? But I'm just really, really busy today. I have a shit ton of cleaning and a shit ton of dumb stuff to do. But, god damn, I feel bad, you know, for women because I honestly understand now from just reading these creepy encounters that, like, if I was a woman, right, if I was a woman, I would be armed to the teeth, right? I would have that pepper spray. I would have a gun. I would have, like, a maybe, like, a little baton thingy, like the ones that little police officers have. Just dumb it down a little bit so I can fit into a pocket and I can just whip it out and start beating a weird rapist. Like, holy shit. But this also, you know, goes to show, always listen to your intu intuition, okay? Alright? Because she's like, Probably shouldn't have gave him a smoke. I didn't feel like I needed to give... I sh should have just not gave him a smoke. Because I didn't... You know. My intuition was telling me no. Listen to that shit, people. Listen to that shit. Alright? I was told... Um, before I moved to Atlanta... By some of my friends... That... You know... Grew up in the inner city. Right? I'm a suburb boy. Right? I grew up in the suburbs. You know... I didn't have to deal with... You know, that hardship... That some of my friends had to go through. Always told me, if you're in a city with high crime, or just in a city that you don't fully know, that is known to, you know, be a little dangerous, if anybody asks you for a smoke, say no. If anybody asks you for a lighter, say no. Because what they were telling me, now I don't know if they used to do this, so don't, you know, I'm not putting it on them. They're just, you know, helping me out, right? They told me if somebody asks you for a lighter or asks you for a smoke, nine times out of ten, they're going to rob you, right? That's just what I was told. I don't know if that's actually true, but I stuck to that when I moved down to Atlanta, right? And trust me, people down in Atlanta, as much as I love Atlanta, who and how, you know, those people were, like, people down there so fucking nice to me. But those crackheads, those crackheads in Atlanta, they're dangerous. They are fucking ruthless. They will sit in the middle of like, you know, in like an intersection. You know how like the dotted lines that divide the road or divide the lanes. They would sit in the middle of that fucking road, right? Of that like piece of like whatever, those lanes, right? They would sit and they would walk down, down, down and back, right? They'd go all the way down and they'd go all the way back up. And they were fucking ruthless. If your window was down, they would sit there and, like, try talking to you while your window was down, right? And at the time, in Atlanta, I had a, for, like, a few months, not a few months, a, like, six months, I had a broken window. So, like, you know how many times I got heckled by these homeless people down there? They're fucking crazy, they are crazy, right? I had this, one of my coworkers once told me that he, <laughs> it's a funny story. This just shows you how crazy they are, right? He was, what? He was at the bus stop one night, 
He told me this it happened like years ago, and he was at the bus stop one night, and these two crackheads were arguing. It was a man and a woman, and the woman was accusing the man of stealing her money, and the man was like, I didn't take your money, and she was like, yes, you did. Where's my money? And the homeless guy is like, I don't have it. He's like, what are you talking about, crazy lady? I don't have it. And the other homeless lady, the other crazy homeless lady is like, yes, you do. Give it back. And then the homeless guy's like, I'll go get your money. And this homeless guy jumps out in the middle of the road and gets smoked by a car and fucking dies, okay? This, like, I don't know if that story is actually true, but, like, that's it. That's how they are down there. They are fucking crazy. They would actually do some bullshit like that. Atlanta's wild, man, and that's just, yeah, so, sorry, we completely went way off topic, but, yeah, I didn't know if you guys knew that about the whole smoking thing, but just be careful, alright, people are fucking crazy out in this world, I'm even thinking about getting my own conceal and carry, right, after seeing these, you know, stories that I do and stuff like that, it's just wild, these people are crazy, everybody's crazy out here, you know, you never know. Someone might hurt you, right? Especially, you know, in the cities. But, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was going somewhere and I took too long of a pause. But yeah, this is just, God, I feel bad for women that they have to go through, you know, not knowing if a man's just going to fucking rape them. Like, that shit's rough. Especially at night, you're, you know, you're in a little, you're going out with the ladies Gonna go for a little girls' night out, have a little fun. You go into the club, you and like four other, five other friends. You dress in all those like those little tight and short dresses, those mini skirts, looking all fine and sexy and everything. Just trying to have a good night out. Maybe you're trying to, you know, find a a nightly lover that's not gonna fuck you up or rape you or some bullshit like that. You know, some fucking frat boy. Yeah, who you know. Is just going to be a one-nighter because, you know, you're not into frat boys, but you know that frat boy is not going to do anything bad to you, you know? And if you are walking home and some dude tries to press you guys, you know, frat boy is going to take care of the whole situation, right? So, from a lady's standpoint, that is a fucking perfect plan, right? You know? But goddamn. Got to be careful out there, people. Dressing those, you know. It's actually not even dressing. It's just if you look semi- not even semi, I don't want to say semi-attractive, but like if you, you know, guys are weird, right? If you look like an easy victim, you're going to be picked up by one of these creeps in these stories, okay? So ladies, stay dangerous is what I'm trying to say. Stay fucking dangerous. Coming from a man, all right? Stay dangerous. Because I don't want anything happening to the ladies or the kids, all right? Women and children, off of... You know, throw off limits for criminal activity. Examples, rape, murder. Okay, murder can be sub murder can be subjective sometimes, so we'll say a possibly on a murder, right? Um, but yeah. That's all I got for you guys. It's a little weird thing. Um What what's going on this week? What's going on? trying to think tomorrow is going to be 
Oh, what the fuck is it? Ah, it's gonna be, like, candy. Candy, poison candy and shit like that on Halloween. And true cases of that. Um... Yeah, I'm just hanging out. I got a Switch. I'm loving that shit. That shit is so much fucking fun to play. It's really fun. I'm enjoying that little thing. I got the Switch Lite because I didn't want the big one. But still, goddamn, the thing is so fucking fun. I've been playing Mario Kart. And I haven't played Mario Kart since the DS came out. So. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. Um, what else? What else do we got? October 30th. Interview. Coming out. Straight to you guys. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a fun one. You're going to enjoy it. Um, Halloween. Alright. 7.30 Central. 8.30 Eastern. I am going to be doing a live show. Alright. And one of my good friends from the UK. Tommy Cullums of the Let's Get Freaky podcast. Is going to be joining us. Me and my girlfriend. And we are going to be talking about cursed horror movies. That you guys can go out and watch that night. Alright. It's going to be fun. I might get some other people involved. I don't know though. Okay. We'll figure it out. Um, What else? What else? What else? That's really it. Yeah, I haven't been really doing much. I've been sick. I've been writing a lot. Um, started a short story, which maybe I'll read on here. I don't know. But I will be posting on Reddit eventually. Um, what else do we got? think that is it. Yeah, that's it. So, oh, follow me on Instagram. Rainy Day Horror Show, alright? Send me your horror-related stuff, I guess. Send me some stories, and I will read them on here for you, okay? But other than that, that's really it, alright? So, stay frosty, stay foxy, most importantly, the most important thing on this planet. Stay safe, you beautiful peacocks. I love y'all. Deuces. (laughs) 